It is the A-Train Sports Talk podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith, the number one podcast throughout the state of Kansas, city to city, state to state, coast to coast. Interviews, news reports, breaking news, and the return of outside-the-box non-sports related. So tune in to your favorite host and conductor of the A-Train Sports Talk podcast, Anthony Smith. Welcome to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. This is your host and your conductor, Anthony Smith. On a Mother's Day weekend, hope you mothers are being treated royally. Y'all should be. Y'all have sacrificed so much for us to the, for us as children to enjoy the life we live. Yes, I can probably say that. 55, my mom is deceased. But I am blessed to have had the life I've had and the time I've had to spend with her. So all you mothers who are living, I want to say happy Mother's Day to you. And enjoy the weekend. Not just today, enjoy the weekend and the days to follow. Once again, happy Mother's Day. Once again, welcome into another loaded show on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. I'm so glad that you are listening to this podcast. Hope that you will find it very entertaining, very enlightening, and just enjoy it. That's all I can say. Just enjoy it. Hopefully you can enjoy it better than some of the teams that got eliminated from the playoffs. One of those teams, and they are still in the headline, is the Phoenix Suns. Because, you know, after playoff games, after the season is ended for a team, rumors start to ramp up. And thus is the case right now with one Chris Paul. As some insiders expect the Suns to aggressively shop the point guard in the offseason. So following the their elimination in the second round of playoffs by the Denver Nuggets on Thursday night, the Phoenix Suns are reportedly looking to make a significant change to their roster by moving on from future Hall of Famer point guard Chris Paul. Speaking on Friday, Brian Windhorst and the Hoop Collective, ESPN's Tim McMahon said he expects the Suns to aggressively shop Paul on the trade market. McMahon called it pretty likely that CP3 will play for a different team in 2023-24 and added that he believes the Suns will try to trade Paul before June 28, which is when his guaranteed salary goes from $15.8 million to $30.8 million. Paul, 38, is under contract through 2025, but per sport track, only $15.8 million of his deal is currently guaranteed for next season, and none of it is guaranteed for 2024-25. While Paul is one of the all-time great point guards with 12 all-star nods, 11 All-NBA selections, and 9 NBA All-Defensive Team choices, he is nearing the end of the line. His averages of 13.9 points and 8.9 assists 
4.3 rebounds, 1.5 steals per game. The season would be strong for a typical player, but they lag behind his career averages of 17.9 points, 9.5 assists, 4.5 rebounds, and 2.1 steals per contest. Paul also shot just 44% from the field after shooting just shy of 50% in the previous two seasons. He also missed 23 games because of injury during the regular season, and a groin ailment caused him to miss Phoenix's final four playoff games. Paul has not played more than 70 games in a season since the 2015-16 campaign. Underline that part right there. And over the past six seasons, he has played in fewer than 60 games three times. Underline that. The Suns have the foundation for a potentially dominant team with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker leading the way. But after getting knocked out in the second round of the playoffs in two straight seasons, some tweaks seem inevitable. In addition to Paul McMahon, in addition to Paul, McMahon discussed his expectation for the Suns to attempt to trade 2018 number one overall pick DeAndre Ayton as well after the center struggled in the playoffs against Denver. McMahon suggested the Suns could also look to move on from head coach Monty Williams. Isn't it ironic? Because that's not the first time we've heard that come up before. The one major accomplishment not yet on Paul's resume is an NBA championship. So if the Suns try to trade him, it seems likely that Paul's preference would be to go to a team that has a chance to vie for a title next season. Even with his advancing age and durability concerns, Paul is still a solid player when healthy and an excellent leader. So the Suns would have a huge void in their background if they trade him. As of now, Cameron Payne would be the top internal candidate to take over as Phoenix's starting point guard. So the question is, do you move on or do you not move on? I believe it's time to say goodbye. It's time to start shopping. And there are options out there. The only question that remains is who's willing to take on that hefty price tag? And who has capital to maneuver around that price tag that comes along with Chris Paul? So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to look at maybe a couple of options. Because there's a show that I listen to here locally. I was listening to them yesterday, called in. And the reason I give them so much love on my show is because they allow me to call in. They have a two-hour show. It's called The Press Box on KGSO. And... uh the show is hosted by Felix Johnson along with Sasha Bushka. Hope you guys are listening. And they threw a name out who has ties here to the Wichita area by the name of Fred Van Vliet. Ironically, someone else who also has ties to this Wichita area, the guy named Landry Shamit, who played some extensive minutes coming off the bench, even starting the game. And it said that maybe Landry Shamit, not Landry, 
Fred Van Vliet could be that one linked to a trade to the Phoenix Suns. But here's why a Toronto Raptors Chris Paul trade wouldn't work out. The Toronto Raptors are not the only team that is eyeing some systemic change in the offseason following a disappointing playoff or play-in exit. The Phoenix Suns roster has some limitations, and they showed up as David Adelman and the Denver Nuggets beat them in six games. With most of their first-round picks in the in the possession of the Brooklyn Nets, the best way for Phoenix to improve maybe by subtraction by getting rid of DeAndre Ayton or Chris Paul, both of whom are owed a ton of money next season, Phoenix might become more financially flexible. With all the rumors related to Fred Van Vliet potentially leaving town and potentially succeeding Paul and Phoenix, the notion of bringing in CP3 as a high-end stopgap that can keep this team competitive might appeal to some segment of the fan base. After all, he is a floor leader that has dragged worse teams to the playoffs. While Paul is a trendy name and a future Hall of Famer, trading for him would bring forth a whole new set of problems for the Raptors. He would be a fantastic player, but the timelines simply are not matching up for the two parties. Toronto needs to look elsewhere. Toronto Raptors should not acquire Chris Paul. Here's why. Paul is on the hook for a $30 million salary in the next two seasons, meaning that a player who is currently 38 years old will be getting paid the same money some are hesitant to pay Van Vliet. Even if you don't want to pay Van Vliet, why would you give the older player and less effective score the same deal? Paul is still effective, averaging 13.9 points, 8.9 rebounds, 1.5 steals per game. However, all those numbers are well below his career averages, and the odds of him starting to improve upon those figures while pushing 40 years old as a smaller point guard is basically unprecedented. The Raptors need to find a sustainable approach to winning that can help them set the stage for a half decade of dominance. Adding an ancient point guard like Paul is that is owed a ton of money and is seeing his offensive skills decline may not be the best move for all parties. Paul will make some team very happy, but he needs to go to a very unique situation that will allow him to use his talents to the best of his abilities. Toronto, both for competitive and financial reasons, is not the place. And yeah, there is some merit to Fred Van Vliet leaving Toronto. When you look at what's going on, their coach let go. J.J. Redick has been looked at as the next guy to come in and take over that team. Someone who does not have no head coaching experience. And it makes you wonder, what about? I'm going to throw this name out there. Why wouldn't they move up in the ranks and bring someone like an Adrian Griffin aboard? He's been with that organization for quite some time now. He knows the personnel. Don't you think it'd be fair enough to give him an interview as well, too? No, does he have a coach, head coach experience? No, but he's part of the organization. Just throwing it out there. Let's look at another place. 
How about the Timberwolves? And this is from the Minnesota sports fan. Among favorites to land Chris Paul if the Suns move on from him. The Minnesota Timberwolves season has been over for two weeks. So much of the news and rumors surrounding the local pro basketball team have died down recently. The same cannot be said for Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns, who were just eliminated Thursday night after a Game 6 loss in the second round at the hands of the Denver Nuggets. So Chris Paul is reportedly on his way out of Phoenix. In classic NBA fashion, rumors started spreading immediately after last night's Thursday's game. It is that the Suns point guard Chris Paul is on his way out of Phoenix. He and DeAndre Ayton, according to reports, may have played their last game in Suns jerseys. New owner Matt Ishbia wants to clear salary so he can build better depth around Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Minnesota Timberwolves favorites to land CP3. And because the year is 2023, sports books across the internet have taken the Chris Paul father into a possible moneymaker using this massive depth of inside sources and information to attach odds to where Paul will go next. One well-known betting institution, betonline.ag, has the Minnesota Timberwolves owning a 4-1 odds, second best in the NBA at landing the Suns' aging superstar point guard should he depart the desert. The Lakers have slightly better odds at 3-1. Other teams in the CP3 running include the Clippers, 6-1, 76ers, 7-1. That kind of makes sense. And 8-1. to only reason I said that kind of makes sense with the 76ers because James Harden is wanting to go back to Houston and you have the connection with Doc Rivers. And the Heat, 8-1. to Does Chris Paul to Wolves make sense? Chris Paul has two seasons remaining on his con- current contract, a deal that is set to expire when CP3 is 39 years old. But only half of next year's salary, about $15 million, is guaranteed. Second season has zero guaranteed dollars on the books. So financially, trading for Chris Paul is probably feasible, especially since Carl Anthony Towns' new Supermax contract, $50 million per season, doesn't kick in until 2024-25, and Anthony Edwards is still cheap. But the Wolves already have Mike Connolly on the books for the next season, so for season for slightly less than what CP3 is scheduled to make. And he seemed to work really well with Rudy Gobert. Would Tim Conley and company mess with that in favor of another once great but now aging point guard? Or would he be better off running things back as is? I wouldn't think so, but major sports books usually know much better than I do. Of course, sports books going to know more than I do. But one thing I will say as I get ready to go on my rant, what sense would that make for Chris Paul to land in L.A.? For Chris Paul to go to L.A., you already heard his injury report. Him, Anthony Davis, and an aging LeBron James, you would have to put sponsorship up in that crypto arena it says AARP. Really? 
Seriously, think about it. Now, Chris Paul missed 23 games this past season. Missed four games in the playoffs. Anthony Davis is becoming the Lakers version of that guy that played football. He said, you know, I play when I want to. Uh, Randy Moss. The saying was, you can get four quarters out of a dollar then you, before you can get four quarters out of Randy Moss. The best availability is to be available. And can't count on Chris Paul to stay healthy. Can't count on Anthony Davis. Matter of fact, when was the last time Anthony Davis played a full regular season game? I'm, I'm waiting. Can anybody tell me when the last time? I'm not going to look this up. I'm going to leave this up for debate. When was the last time Anthony Davis played a full season? I was listening to the JR Sports Brief show, and he was watching the game while doing the show, and Anthony Davis got hurt. And he was like, that seems to be the position that he's always in, curled up in a fetal position on the floor. Matter of fact, just the other night, we seen Anthony Davis being wheeled out in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, I know. Y'all, y'all thought that was kind of harsh for me to play the laugh button. But, I mean, come on now. Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, was having fun at his expense. I bet did nobody say nothing. Y'all was cracking up right along with him. So don't y'all come down on me. Last I checked, this is America. I have freedom of speech, and I can do what I want to do, say what I want to say, how I want to say it. But for real, if Chris Paul went to the Lakers, along with LeBron James, who himself has been experiencing injury problems, because Father Time catches up with along with Anthony Davis, who does not play a full season, they would have to shorten the NBA regular season from 82 games to 68 games just to accommodate a club that would be sponsored by AARP because they're aging and they're hurting. So, no, Chris Paul to the Lakers, no go. You better have an injury report list because that's what you're going to have if Paul goes to the Lakers. I'm just keeping it real. So, I would scratch that notion. And then, looking at the Toronto Raptors situation, Chris Paul going there. You'll pay an aging Chris Paul, but you don't want to pay a Fred Van Vliet. At least with Fred, you get a full season out of him. Better stats, leadership. But if you bring Paul in, you got to take on that salary. Granted, the second year of the salary isn't guaranteed, so maybe you can pay someone $15 million for a season and then worry about the following season. But I will say this. I think Fred would be a darn good fit in Phoenix, along with Booker and Durant. And then you can put some more pieces around him. Cameron Payne's a good second, a good backup, along with uh, Landry Shamit. Yeah, Fred to Phoenix makes sense. Chris Paul to Toronto makes no sense. But I'll tell you what does make sense right about now. Me taking a break on the train. But don't you get up out your seats because I have 
so much more to come on the other side of this break. So you stay seated till the ride is over. And we'll catch up with you on the other side of the track on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith, your favorite conductor. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. It's time for us all to grow together. So, if you would like to have your ad ran on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, simply reach out to me at a.trainsportstalk at gmail.com or at 316-553-2010. Or, if you would like to sponsor a segment, you can also reach me at a.trainsportstalk.com at gmail.com or 316-553-2010. So let's grow together. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. All aboard the A Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. segment on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. That's right, this is your favorite host and conductor of the train ride. Okay, I've been saying your favorite. Your only host and conductor of the train ride, one, the one and only Anthony Smith. The best podcast throughout the state of Kansas. Yes. I know y'all wondering, why do I keep saying the best? Because it's you, the people that listen to it, that make it the best. No, there is no data, and I'm not going to even try to compile any data because that would take too long, and I don't have a team of people. I'm a one-man operation because I can't afford to have a team of people. But I'd like to think that I have the best podcast throughout the state of Kansas. No offense to my good friend Lee Bird that's out there listening to my podcast. Lee, I know you're listening. I'm going to get to your status, though. Y'all heard what I said, didn't you? I want to get to his status. Yet I claim to have the number one podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Lee know what I'm talking about. Lee's a good friend of mine. Lee Bird, he just celebrated a birthday, so I know he's listening, so I want to say, Lee, happy birthday to you. Anyway, there's some news that came out this afternoon as we're speaking on this Mother's Day weekend. Once again, happy Mother's Day to all you beautiful mothers out there. My mother is deceased, but she nevertheless is still a beautiful woman. Her spirit still lives on because I'm still living. 
And if you have your mom around, tell your mom, Mom, I love you. But there is some news that hit this afternoon. And may I also say to me, it really was no surprise that we were going to get this news. My only question is, why the hell it takes so long? Why string us along like this? I knew this was going to happen. The Wichita State's Kenny Poto removes his name, transfer portal, and will return to the Shockers. This story is a credit to my good friend as well, Taylor Eldridge. Taylor, thanks for being on top of this. I think he kind of knew this was going to happen. I mean, it was some obvious signs that this was going to happen because when the new coaching staff was hired and they started doing off-season conditioning and practices, he's right there practicing along with them. Never heard about any teams reaching out to him. Granted, he keeps stuff like that secret and private. But you don't stay around this long, even after the portal deadline, without having some kind of inkling that, you know what, I'm going to be back. So it was made official. Wichita State starting center Kenny Poto has removed his name from the transfer portal and will return to play for the Shockers next season, multiple sources told the Eagle. ESPN's Jonathan Giovanni first reported the news on Saturday afternoon. Poto, a 6'11 center from Sweden, entered the transfer portal on March 13, two days after head coach Isaac Brown was fired following a 17-15 season. The two-month-long saga came to an end on Saturday after Poto had been practicing with current WSU players under new head coach Paul Mills for the past month while still in the portal. Poto, who played three years at Sunrise Academy, kept his recruitment private and never released a list of schools interested. After an encouraging freshman season, Poto became WSU's full-time starting center this past season and averaged 8.7 points. 5.7 rebounds, 1.9 assists, 1 steal, and 0.7 blocks in 26.8 minutes while shooting 48.9% from the field, 10.3% on three-pointers. And 61.6% on free throws. In American Athletic Conference play, Poto's production increased to 10.8. 6.4 rebounds, 2.4 assists, 1.3 steals, and 1.1 blocks in 18 games. Let me tell you something, though, why his production increased. You heard the name Isaac Brown. A lot of their game plan was played from the outside in. Kenny Poto was the recipient of multiple three-point shots that didn't even hit the Arkansas River. However, along the way, Coach Brown decided to tweak the offense. Everybody bought in. They started playing from the inside out. And then that's when we discovered Kenny Poto actually has an inside game. One thing I would like to see is Kenny Poto with about 20, 25 more pounds of weight so he can play it down low. Because what I envision with the incoming Jacob Germany, who can also stroke the three, I can see him being the man down low while Jacob Germany would be that stretch four. That's just my envision. Anyway, Poto is the long returner from Shocker's starting lineup last season as the eligibility of Craig Porter and James Rojas expired. Jaquan Walton is set to transfer to UCF, and Jerron Pierre Jr. 
remains uncommitted in the transfer portal with a return to WSU unlikely. Other returners from last season's roster include junior guard Xavier Bell, junior center Quincy Ballard, sophomore wing Jalen Ricks, and sophomore forward Isaac Abidi. With Poto's return, Mills and his staff are down to two final down to their final two scholarships to fill out WSU's 2023-24 roster. The current 2023 recruiting class for Wichita State includes four transfers in senior center Jacob Germany, Texas San Antonio, junior wing Harlan Beverly, Miami, junior wing Ronnie DeGray III, Missouri, and junior guard, junior point guard Dijon Cortez, Oklahoma, and an incoming freshman in guard, Joy Ivuja. Hope I pronounced that name right. So there you have an update on one Quincy Ballard. So what are your thoughts? How do you think this will pan out? What do you think now is the biggest, the biggest need right now for Wichita State? I can tell you from the outside looking in, I would say point guard. But I would also say, based on some video that I've seen, and I know there's a difference between shooting around in an empty gym and game speed, but I would say don't sleep on Xavier Bell. Don't sleep on Isaac Abidi. And don't sleep on Jalen Ricks. I saw some clips on Isaac Abidi, and it looked like his outside shooting is improving. Quincy Ballard, if he can stay healthy this year, you're looking at a three-man rotation in the paint with Quincy, Jacob Germany, who could probably play the stretch four or the five position, along with Kenny Poto, put a little bit more weight on him so he can really do his damage down low. That's where he's most needed. He's six foot eleven. I say you get about twenty more pounds on him. Twenty-five might be stretching, but say twenty more pounds on him, and I think you have a bona fide big man, someone that can dominate. Because once his inside game was discovered. In most of those games down the stretch, he had a game that was pretty much unstoppable once he was down low. And you work that inside game, then that will create better open looks for the outside game. But you have to run your game through the inside. And I think with the addition of Jacob Germany and with Kenny Poto coming back, I think now you address your need at point guard. You probably go out and get one, if not two points, or maybe another dominating forward. But that's just me from the outside looking in. That's the reason Paul Mills has paid the bucks. Those are his decisions to make. Me, I'm just a guy on the podcast that has has an opinion. Anyway, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take another break. And when I come back, I will have some more for you on the other side of the track. So don't you dare go nowhere. The train is just now building up ahead of steam. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith.
Mr. Max Market, formerly known as P&P, &P, is fully stocked for all your grocery needs. We carry the largest selection of hot links in Wichita, including the world-famous Oklahoma links from Mountain View and Rogers, Kansas links from Yoder, Colorado links from Gold Star as well as national brands such as Siegel, and Dietz. Our meat department stocks ribs, pork butts, pork chops, brisket, hams, chicken, hamburger meat, oxtails, buffalo fish, whole catfish and fillets, and much more. In season, we stock hard-to-find produce such as red, yellow, orange, and purple meat watermelon, cantaloupe, melons, tomatoes, corn, greens, okra, and more. We have a huge selection of fish fry, seasonings, sauces, and rubs including the full lines of Louisiana and Slap Ya Mama products. In addition, we have all grocery staples including flour, sugar, bread, butter, cheese, snacks, milk, canned goods, candy, snacks, and drinks. You're all aboard A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Welcome back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. And, you know, sometimes when you're in this field of entertainment and enjoyment, you come across some things and you come out of your break and you're almost where you're hoping to be in the segment as opposed to before the segment. And I guess if you want to, you can call what I'm about to do the lighter side of sports. So I made reference earlier to why I think Chris Paul to the Lakers would be a bad idea because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, LeBron's getting older, and he's starting to experience injuries in his latter parts as much as he invests in his body. When Father Time catches up with you, Father Time usually will win. LeBron James and Tom Brady Yes, they are exceptions to the rule. But at some point, Father Time is going to catch up with you. Anyway, you know, I made mention of the fact that, you know, Chuck and Shaq were cutting up. And nobody said none of them. So, you know, can't too much be said about what I do in regards to the Anthony Davis situation. So. Shaq was eventually questioned, and he downplays himself and Charles Barkley laughing at Anthony Davis, his head injury. He says, I ain't making fun of nobody. So TNT's Inside the NBA is one of the most revered analyst desk shows in sports, specifically because of how generally fun it is. But it caught some flack when Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal melted down in an uncontrollable fit of giggles after Ernie Johnson and Kenny Smith talked about Anthony Davis leaving Game 5 of the Lakers-Warriors series with a concussion. Draymond Green said on his podcast, I saw a lot of people laughing and joking. 
but it's a hit to the head. One small hit to the head can change everything in your life. So I don't really understand the joke. O'Neill is clearly aware of the criticism, and he said he wasn't laughing at Davis's injury. Yeah, right. <laughs> it doesn't matter what we were laughing about, he said, per the athletic. I'm laughing at Barkley. He's laughing at me. I'm not going to get into it. O'Neill did, however, have an add-on. I ain't making fun of nobody. That's not what I do, he said. But I do know you're not going to stop me from playing in game six. You see why I walk funny? Because I sucked it up. You see why my toes don't bend? Because I sucked it up. For the veracity of the Shaq Nafu host statement that he doesn't make fun of anybody is questionable. Davis is expected to play game six Friday night, which he did. But here I do have some audio from that clip that is catching a lot of flack. Six of this series, Kenny. Yeah, well, I wasn't expecting, honestly, you know, I wasn't game five, six, whatever it is, the Lakers to win tonight because both teams – Lakers and Golden State, they've been inconsistent all year. They haven't been able to string together games that you go, this is a game they should win. This is how they should get it done. So, you know, game six, these guys, man. I, I know what they're laughing about. Laughing. I, 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 I think I do too, but what are you laughing about? You know what they're laughing about. I'm laughing at Chuck. <laughs> I know what they're laughing at. Shaq, you understand. Shaq is over there crumbling up paper. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> That's not what I'm I'm laughing at Chuck Curry. Oh, tell the truth. I'm they understand. Come on, man. Stop it, man. Stop it. Ernie, wait, don't let us go there. Because if we go there, it'll never stop. Laughing. It'll never stop. Ernie, we need to go to that next game quickly. <laughs> no, we don't. Oh, man. I'm laughing at Chuck Curry. Tell me, give me your takeaway from the game, Chuckster. Uh, there's nothing points in the first half. You're not kidding. What are you doing? I'm sick. Fixing my feet. I'm fixing Ernie, Ernie, my seat. Ernie, what is I'm, I'm fixing my seat. <laughs> what? I did not do that. You're fixing your seat. I did not do that. <laughs> seat. Man, guys, come on now. Hey, oh, come on, man. Uh, I'm just saying, you, nothing surprised me. They gave up 70 points in the first half. They were playing this game like, okay, we can win it, we can win it. But obviously, it, it, you know, you can tell by. So that is why they are catching flag. Me? I think it was kind of funny how they was acting. I mean, it, it added a different element. Now, all we could do is take them at their word. Shaq said he was laughing at Chuck. Chuck said he was laughing because Shaq is over there balling up some paper, distracting him. Ernie was like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. But either, be that as it may, they were having fun at somebody's expense. You could hear Kenny even saying, you know what they're laughing about. But they never did admit it. That's the thing. They never did admit it. So, unless there's an admission, all we can really do is take their word for it. But, goes on, it says, 
Davis, of course, has a history of being often injured, and it frequently impacts discussions about him. Ultimately, NBA fans really have O'Neal's word for it in this case. So basically, O'Neal's word is he was laughing at Chuck. And you know, one of these days, I'm going to do a segment on Charles and Shaq. I believe that's going to be off the chain funny because they have had so many moments. You know, this, I'm going to go off. This may be sports related or not sports related. This is the last segment anyway, so I'm just going to have a bang with this. This may be the best must-see TV since Sanford and Son. Yeah, that's right, since Sanford and Son. Has to be, because they keep us entertained. And that's what I like about it. If you tune in to the NBA on TNT, Oftentimes, it's not about the games because during the season, some of those games weren't even worth watching. I'm like, they just wasted TV space putting this game on TV. But you always had the crew, Shaq, Ernie, Kenny, and Chuck. Whether they're laughing with each other or getting into heated debate against each other. Whether they're having fun at somebody's expense or whether it's Shaq letting Chuck know, hey, how many rings do you have? That's why you tune in to the NBA on TNT. Because of those two, Shaq and Chuck. And how many of y'all trying to criticize them for having fun at what you presume to be somebody's expense, but at the same time you was cracking up laughing because they was laughing? So before you try to criticize them, you might want to take a look in the mirror at your own self because at the end of the day, if you was laughing along with them, you were laughing at the same exact thing. So that doesn't make you no better. The only reason they could get the criticism, they were on national TV. The reason they're getting such backlash, because you know them. And you're like, ooh, they should have a little bit more sympathy. Yes, even Stephen A. Smith kind of went there, but he ended up apologizing. Maybe we'll get one from Chuck and Shaq if it is presumed that they were actually having fun at the expense of Anthony Davis. And, yes, I do get it. Head injuries are something that should be taken serious and not nothing lightly. But evidently, he wasn't concussed. He came back for game six. So, way in. Was Chuck and Shaq wrong for their laughter? Anyway, this has been another production of the A-Train Sports Talk podcast. I really, really hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed bringing it to you. It's always fun to be on the train. I am getting ready to bring this train into the station. Hopefully next time I can get some guests on. I'm calling some out. Felix, calling you out. Lee Bell, I'm not going to call you. I'm just going to politely and kindly ask, would you like to be a guest on my podcast? I know your answer is yes, but it's just always nice to be polite and ask. Some people have to call out because I've been waiting for them for a couple of years, seem like. 
That's why I can call Felix out. I know he listens. He just haven't told me, but one of these days he's going to say, it on. he said, you know what, I listen to your podcast. I'm going to come on. And some of you out there listening, let me tell you something. I don't always go for the celebrity type. I go for people just like me. Just regular. Just regular old Joe that knows their sports and like to have a good time and entertain people. That's why I say I have the number one podcast in the state of Kansas because it is generated by you, the people that listen, and you, the people that join me. You know, last, the other week, I was trying to think of some of the names, and I definitely want to give a shout-out to one who let me get my first dose of sit in a radio studio, Chris Allison, who's the one that actually started the game plan from ground zero. So kudos to him. So this bug to do my own things has been embedded in me because of where I have come from, where I have sat, the desk I have sat at. You know, I, you hear me talk about Chris Allison. You hear me talk about Scott Styles, You hear me talk about Doug Downs. You also hear me talk about one Rick Thomas running the table, Rick Thomas. Yep. He was on the air in the evenings. And would let me actually come in, put the headset on. And that's how I got my little five minutes of fame because it was Scott and Wildman Willie, especially Wildman Willie, who I am definitely going to get on my podcast. That's going to be via Scott Styles, who thought that maybe I should be a regular fixture. Well, Wildman, here I am. I'm a regular fixture. I'm doing my own podcast. So, Scott, we're going to make this happen. We're going to do that three-way thing, three-way call, and we're going to give them a blast from the past because these guys, they're good at bringing celebrities on. And you will love it. But anyway, let me give my flowers to those that can smell them. Once again, happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers out there. Enjoy not just the day, but enjoy the weekend. You deserve every bit of the attention that you get. So, until the next time, take care of yourself and each other. I'll be back with you again upon next week. It's the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, pulling in to the station.